evening, everyone. I'd like to relate to you um, um, some personal experiences I've been having over the last couple of weeks, and hopefully there's, there's, there'll be something instructive in it. But as some of you may know, I've been in the middle of um, moving house um, over the last week or so, but very intensely over this last weekend. And, um, and when you move house, it's a time to declutter your house, right, and to, and to just <coughs> reflect on all this stuff you've accumulated over 14 years that you never use and is useless and so on. Um, and in terms of my own aesthetic sense, if I had my way, I'd live in a Zen temple where you know, there's hardly anything in there but open spaces. Um, so you accumulate all this stuff and uh, it's a time, time to get rid of it. But then you can feel guilty about just throwing it to the tip, do you know, because you feel like it's just a waste, you know. So the solution to it was, and for Diana as well, is that all this stuff we didn't need, we give to St Vincent de Paul's, you know, and they, they make money of it and they help people who are poor and less fortunate than what we are. And uh, I noticed I had an actual kind of um, wicked pleasure in getting rid of all of this stuff. I was just delighted by it. And at the same time, it's this kind of guilt, you know, getting getting rid of things, you know. Um, Anyway, um, I must have dropped off to St Vincent de Paul's about maybe (coughs) half a dozen different trips, you know, giving them things. And I was just... The main thing I want to say in the story, I was just so touched by the experience of what I experienced there because they're just ordinary everyday people and um, and every time I brought something in, you know, and I was kind of a bit apologetic about, oh, that the table's got a bit of a scratch there, I don't know whether you need it or not. And everything that, that I brought in was like a treasure to them. It really was. And they must do this to everyone, you know. But you really felt like, Oh, but that's wonderful. Oh, look at that. That's beautiful. Oh, that's those paintings, do you know? And everything that came in was a treasure. Yeah, everything that came in was a treasure. They said, I didn't say, oh, we'd like that and not that or whatever. Everything was a treasure that you brought in. And they were so um, genuine and grateful and in, in thanking me each time that I brought something in. You know, so that they thought that I was doing them a favour, you know, but, but in actual fact, I thought, they were doing me a favour because it was really good for my mental health not to feel so guilty about it, you know, and to feel like I, I could discard this stuff, you know, get rid of it. Um, and, and yet it was a worthwhile cause. Now, in contrast to that, um, uh, many of you know that I'm a sailor and I have a, a boat up in Pitwater. <clears throat> and my boat happens to be moored right outside um, a waterside mansion which belongs to a, a very famous celebrity model. And, um, and when all the male sailors get talking with one another, they, they say things like, gee, you're really lucky to be... Right? There's, you, you know, you might get a glimpse of her, do you know, when she comes up on the balcony. And, and little do they know, that means nothing to me, really. It really does. I really don't want to invest in celebrities and people I don't know and people who are put up on a pedestal because they happen to look beautiful, whatever. Um, and uh, if anything, I have to restrain myself to practice right speech when they, <laughs> when they say such things to me. Um, 
But where I'm going to with this talk is that, um, as I mentioned, you know, when you were sitting, that you know about not getting caught up in better and worse, not getting caught up in in the delusion, the delusion of high status, low status amongst human beings, you know, and actually having that really caring, genuine, gracious interaction with those people from St Vincent de Paul um, is far more meaningful to me than getting sight of a celebrity model on a waterside mansion. And, um, but it's very important in Zen practice that not only we, we understand these things intellectually, you know, that the, that we're, the better and worse is a delusion, just a, a conceptual frame we project onto the world, but we actually apply it in our life. You know, so reflect on, you know, say when we go to a party and we walk into a room full of people, do we, as just like a habitual thing, seek out the most attractive person in the room or the highest status person in the room and ignore the other people? Or, the reverse of it, um, do we see attractive people or very high status people and we avoid them because we don't think that we're worthy enough you know, to actually speak to them? If, that, if, I, if, we're, if we're pulled either direction, we're caught in the concepts of better and worse and higher and lower. You know? And um, as you mature through Zen practice, and the scales come off and you're not seeing the world so that high status, low status lens, then you just see the Buddha nature of people and the Buddha nature of beautiful celebrity models and the Buddha nature of people in the St Vincent de Paul store. They're all the same. It's just all the same. And the scales come off. So a real good practice to practice with this is that when you, when you go into a room of people, just notice what, what is your habitual reaction when you go in. You go, to, you go towards the attractive high-status people and or you avoid the high-status people. Do you know, do you treat the waiters as equally as, do you know, the person who's the master of ceremonies, whatever? Do we, do we treat the person at the checkout counter in Woolworths in just the same way as if we met the Prime Minister? Mm-hmm. And an example from our Zen tradition is of um, Bodhidharma, who mythically or, or in, in fact brought Zen to China from India. And he was just, no one knew him, he didn't, no one knew who he was or anything, even though he was a successor of the Buddha, because um, he kept such a low profile. But. Um, uh, he was given an audience with the Emperor of China at the time, Emperor Wu, who's the highest status person in the land. And this Buddha prided himself on being a Buddhist emperor and he built all of these temples and supported monks and nuns. So his first question to Bodhidharma is, um, I've supported, built all these Buddhist temples and supported all these monks and nuns and cultivated Buddhism in the land. What merit is it in there in that? And Bodhidharma says, no merit, no merit. And then the emperor is a bit taken aback by this, so he has another go and he says, what is the first principle of the holy teaching? And Bodhidharma says, nothing holy. (laughs) (laughs) 
the emperor realized he wasn't getting very far. And then he says, well, who are you standing before me? And Bodhidharma says, I don't know. And turns on his heel and walks out. Mm -hmm. He obviously was someone who wasn't overawed by the emperor. Uh Just spoke his mind. Spoke the truth as he, he saw it. So either way, you know, do we are we in awe of those who we think that are better than us? And do we um, ignore, do you know, and not pay enough attention to those who in a social <coughs> status we may think are lower than us? Or do we just treat everyone, see through that to their Buddha nature? Yeah. One thing to consider in all of this um, that human beings are just mammals. We're, we're, we're a mammal. We're, that's our species. You know, like dogs, cows, whales, etc. Mammals. Um, but when you go into a room, you know, of people, like a, you know, sort of a society, um, you see mammals dressed up in um, very expensive suits, right? <laughs> or you see mammals dressed up in diamonds and high heels, you know. And that's a measure of your status. But you can see past that, you know, and you can just see we're just all mammals, right? Take off the status symbols and we're all equal. And it's very important to to see human beings in that way. I don't mean that in a... When I say we're mammals, I don't mean that in in any way, in a derogatory way. Um, But we're, we're a wonderful life form, intelligent life form that's in the form of a mammal and we all have those mammalian qualities and we can see through if we practice with it we can see through the delusion that comes in dressing up with status or think that we have any status we actually don't have any status status is a construction and you can become perfectly comfortable with that